bad it is finding a gap to edit <laughs> without your voice. <sighs> Hello and welcome to another edition. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie Chef Podcast, where we make a meal out of movies. Tebs and Karma here to bring you all the hot news, trailers, gossips, and whatever the hell else we've got. How's, sexy, how's... sexy, sexy, Guns, violence, sexy news, sexy. Well, it's DC fandom this week, so it's more Not sort of sexy, people. <laughs> no, watching movies, sweaty armpits, under boob sweat. To make it more more in line with DC fandom, maybe we should have just stood next to a giant green screen and just done a Zoom call every day, because that's all it was. It maybe just felt... Should, maybe we should buffer every Tuesday. Hi, I'm um, Chuck. <laughs> and then people wonder why there's 50,000 people watching on YouTube. But anyway, we'll get to that. So how's, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, getting ready for normalcy with the kids. Uh, as in out, man, of the, out of the house. Yeah, young man is going back to school tomorrow, so I'm fresh off giving a bath to a four-year-old. Um, so yeah, is it like uh, is it like the fight scenes in the Bourne films, where it's this, just trying to hold this, her in the water and fight with her, trying well, to get stuff? See, this this is the kind of this is the hard times, you know. So people always say to you, the kids cost a lot of money. They don't really, apart from when they start school. Because you have to buy the jumper and the shoes, the trousers, the shirt. You can get them for three quid from Tesco. I know, but the official school stuff, I don't know what it's like over in England, but over here, every school has their own blazer. So, yeah, so uh, different colours, different shades, different everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the high high schools do, but um, I've got it about a while ago now, but parents were kicking off because... Primary schools were saying you can only have the red jumper. Like primary school I went to, it was a red jumper with the embroidered logo on it. You couldn't have buy yeah. a patch and do that. And parents were kicking off, just saying this is costing us kids rip them, the tear them within a week. It's just, I, and, I genuinely, I genuinely think it's disgusting that that yeah. they, they can't they can't just organise every high school or public school to have exactly the same uniform with just a patch. On a blazer, a black blazer. I, 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 I can't understand why everybody has to have fucking green or maroon. Oh, it has to, it has to be the official school fucking tracksuit. Fuck off. What difference does that make? It's like they want the kids to all wear the same. God forbid you wear a different coat or take your own bag in or something like that. They want everyone to all dress the same. Robots, Paul. They want exactly. us all fucking automatons. But they want to know exactly which school you've come from. That's the point. Sky, yeah. Skynet, Paul. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um, so, yeah, giving kids a bath. That's your week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting, getting ready for school. Getting ready for school. Getting ready for school. Back to school. New pencil case, new crayon set. Uh, what have I been doing? I haven't done a lot, to be honest. It's been working and... Sorry, Paul, I didn't ask. Well, I'm telling you. Working. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask, though, so uh, can we get on with this? Um... <laughs> okay, well, DC fandom happened this <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. No, so... Um, 
news. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna do this. We're gonna do it next week, but it'll be out of date. Then have you seen the new trailer for Death on the Nile? With Kenneth no. Branagh, Poirot, this is the fucking Agatha Christie shit. Yeah. But, uh, like, <sighs> I've read a few Agatha Christie novels now. Whilst they are good, they are very timely, and I think Agatha Christie's been fucking done. It's been done. Kenneth Branagh just can't keep coming back with some old fucking British shit every year. Sorry. Do another fucking Thor movie, you prick. Well, no, he got kicked off of those, but... I'm, 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 oh, I'm, he's, not, I'm, he's not one of those, is he? Did he get kicked off for a reason? Oh, not for a reason, no. It was just kind of like, I don't think people... Thor 1 is, isn't really sort of highly regarded, is it? And I think I think I he came in great. and just said, I thought it was great. I Do you know Kenneth Branagh was born in Belfast? <sighs> I thought it would be. I'm just kidding. It's the truth. He was born in Belfast. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So, uh, Death on the Nile, Agatha Christie's story. We've got Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, Rose Leslie, Kenneth Branagh, uh, Sophie Okonedu, Annette Benin, Letitia Wright, Jennifer Saunders, Russell Brand. Russell, Russell Brand, Brand fighting against the Indos. Fuck off, you prick. Uh, I speak so fast, people think that I'm smart, but not really. I read a thesaurus on stage and it makes me sound all intelligent like. Cunt. Uh, Adam Garcia, Dawn French. So it's an all star cast, just like. I enjoyed Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> all star cast. It's an all star cast. I've just read out. 10 or 15, maybe 10 solid names there. And you're claiming Arnie Hammer is a fucking solid name. Is that what you're claiming? For Death on the Nile? The Kenneth that's, Branagh That's Agatha not all star cast. That's not fucking. Uh, what was that one that they that he did, like, um, the Shakespeare remember, one that he did with Keanu what? Reeves? Dude. What? Remember that Kenneth Branagh did one ages ago when it, there was like Carrie Ulwes? Ulwes? Carrie Ulwes. He was in it and fucking. Keanu Reeves was in it. Kenneth Branagh was in it. Much Ado About Nothing was Much Ado oh, About Nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Keaton. Denzel. Yeah. Big Denzel was in it. Yeah, I, Now, that's a fucking all-star cast. You're coming at me with fucking Arnie Hammer. Does, <laughs> if Arnie Hammer listens to us, he's going to be devastated now. <laughs> All right, well, fuck yeah. I enjoyed it. I think it looks good. They want, they're doing an Ag- Agatha Christie verse, apparently, now. All these movies are going to link together. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Can't, I can't wait to see Poirot. Well, Murder on the Orient Express, go and watch that. It's good fun. It was uh, Johnny Depp before everybody realised he was punchy, punchy, drinky, drinky. Um, what else is there? Disney Plus have apparently announced that they're going to be doing um, a what, parental lock. What did I say? What did I say two weeks ago, Paul? Disney late night. What did I say Disney, you said Disney, two yeah. weeks ago? Two weeks ago, yeah. So Disney Plus are apparently looking at introducing a um, parental lock control, whatever, and to open up another. Daryl Hannah's ass crack back in all <laughs> its glory. So we've got, uh, yeah, Daryl Hannah's ass crack. We've got, uh, well, it's all the 20th Century Fox stuff, really. The, um, you know, Aliens, Predator, Die Hard, you know, the, the oh, 15 and 18. Because okay. right? so if you think, yeah. they've got all that, but they can't show it. They've got no platform to put it on at the minute. Okay. So it, it, it makes sense. But then then it leaves it open to be able to put Deadpool and Deadpool 2 on your platform. So the, it gives them a chance to have more content. Putting it behind a parental lock, there's enough bother about me. I just think they should be able to turn it off so grown-ups that enjoy that can have it and watch it whenever they want without having to press in one, two, three, four every time you want to watch something. It's just like, just like Netflix or fucking Amazon Prime. 
just because you know it's the Disney banner, they just believe that they're they're better than everybody else. Yeah. And Jesse Chandar has been announced uh, to direct the Spider-Man spin-off Craven the Hunter. You didn't even know there were film being made, did you? I don't even know who Jesse Chandar is. Um, he's helmed the likes of A Most Violent Year and All Is Lost. I personally haven't seen either of them. Well, how, how, how could I have not known him with those two <laughs> classics? <laughs> One starred Army Hammer, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Craven the Hunter, I mean, I like the idea of this. I like the idea of, because isn't Craven's Last Hunt one of the, supposedly one of the best Spider-Man, um, one standalone? In the Marvel Universe, Spider-Man is my blind spot. I, okay. I, I don't really know that much about Spider-Man or Spider-Man's characters. From what I know about Craven the Hunter, is very much, is a hunter. He, he goes after the big game. And when is he a card? No, apparently he's quite a brave man. Um, but apparently some island that's lost away from the rest of the world. and I think it's supposed to be like dinosaurs and shit or something. Look, please, look, the nerds will tell us next week. But we've got, a, well, come on to that in a second. But from what I remember, Craven the Hunter is very much, you know, Pete Postlethwaite from the uh, Lost World, Jurassic Park 2. I think he's supposed to. I, I thought you were going to say he's in it. I was going to say Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Pete, Pete. Pete left us about 15 years ago. I don't know how to break this to you, Paul. I don't know how to tell you. But to have this, um, basically, big game hunter going after Spider-Man, I think is a a damn good fucking premise for a film. But Spider-Man won't be in this. This is going to be like a Venom and a Black Cat and Silver Sable or whatever she's called and all these are Morbius and all these other standalones. So they're going to have all the Spider-Man characters in their own world just without Spider-Man in them for now. It's very uh, complicated. Well, is, is, is this is this going to go into the whole multiverse angle as well? Like, mm, probably that's Doctor Strange, but then Spider Man's got the month. I don't know. I don't know. We, we'll come on to that in a minute because I want to say something about that. But um, just one thing that we're going to let you know before um, we carry on with talking about DC Fandom. Um, next week, our uh, episode is going to be a very special episode. We've got two guests coming in into the Movie Chef Kitchen. We need to, uh, we better wipe those sides down and uh, clean that fryer out. Cause I don't know guests. what the fuck I'm going to do with this garage with the boys coming. <laughs> it's a mess, and I barely fit in it. Josh and Ben from Four Nerds by Nerds podcast are going to be joining us. We're going to we're going to be having a bit of a nerd quiz because, to be honest, I was really pissed off that I lost the uh, the last quiz. That has never again. It's never come to light so far. So, hero. Next week. We're going to be having a quiz. It's going to be you. Quiz winner, Cormac. It's going to be you defending your crown against Josh and Ben from Four Nerds by Nerds. And we've got you some may as special. Well just give it to me now. Just give it to we've me got now. some special categories. Um, we've got all sorts coming up, so it should be some. I would going to say it's going to be really fun, but it probably won't be for the production value involved. But yeah, so listen to our next week's episode, Four Nerds by Nerds. Josh and Ben, they're going to be here. Um, yeah. So, are you ready for some? Hot DC action. Fandom me up, baby. Right. Bang. Let's get straight into it. None of that bell ringing this week. Wonder Woman 84. Kicked off. Wonder Woman. Have you... Looks shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, 
so Wonder Woman kicks off. We had Patty Jenkins, we had Gal Gadot, we had Chris Pine. <laughs> Why was he there? He died in the last film. Um, Kirsten Wig and, and everybody was also on the thing. And it was just one giant Zoom call, and that's what I quickly realised about this fandom event. It was going to be 24 hours of exclusive programming, and then after sort of nine hours, they just keep repeating the same programmes. But it was literally 30,000 people from all over the world watching one giant Zoom call. And I just thought this is going to get tired really quickly. And it did. Um, Wonder Woman, they talked about how great, how much fun they had making the film. Blah, blah, blah. We had, we got to see some fan drawings like, uh, you know, like they used to do on Blue Peter on the conveyor belt where the fan drawings of Wonder Woman and stuff. I'm just sat there thinking, it's six o'clock on a Saturday night, lads. I don't want to be watching fucking fan drawings. Um, and then we got, uh, Linda Carter showed up, um, to, and everybody gushed over about how her, original interpretation of the character was so beloved and they talked about Linda Carter every day on set of Wonder Woman 84. I call bollocks on that one, to be honest. They didn't didn't at all, because Linda Carter was basically just a titty model back in the 70s for Wonder Woman. You know, Mm -hmm. she was was good, but that's all she was. She was eye candy. And then we got the trailer. So we got a a new trailer. And like I said, I said quite a while ago, I had this film spoiled for me quite a while back. Um, and I'll be honest, some stuff that I've seen in the trailer is hinting towards that coming true, so I think it has been spoiled. But I think it's going to be absolutely hilarious, but I'm not going to go into any of that. We're going to go in just what we saw on the trailer. So what do you make of this? You said shit, first of all. Well, I think, like, obviously we'll talk about the others later, but I genuinely believe that they really, really need to hire people to make better trailers for DC. Um, you know, I, I, I took nothing really away from, from Wonder Woman trailer. Um, there was that cool bit where she's swinging her fucking lasso of truth or whatever the hell it's called. Um, and it's kind of deflecting stuff and she's using it as a shield in that way, which I thought was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. They're, they're using it on the lightning, kind of like riding the lightning. Yeah. And, yeah. and we've got the hint at the invisible jet coming up. So I'm, yeah. I'm guessing something's going to happen where it just goes below radar and it makes it invisible or something. But, but, a I, felt, of things... but, I, but I felt, I felt like even from the, the, I think we we spoke about it in one of the first couple of podcasts that we did, that I loved the artwork that, that came out for yeah, four. Yeah. I loved yeah. the artwork for it. And it just seems that was nothing to do with how the movie looks at all. I, I wanted I wanted it to look like the 80s. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I and wanted it to have that kind of 80s feeling, that 80s pulse about it, and I thought that would make it a wee bit more exciting. Like a, because, like a Stranger Things kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought that would make it a wee bit more exciting, but... Well, they're talking to um, the guy who's playing Maxwell Lord. I can't I'll never remember his name. What's his name? Pascal. Help us out. Oberon Martel. Yeah. <laughs> was that a Game of Thrones reference? Yeah, it was over on Martel. <laughs> so over on Martel. He was saying how when they showed him the, you know, the baby blue powder power suits and all the 80s vibe, he says, oh, I'm going to look ridiculous. And they went, no, no, it's going to be really sort of subtle and it's going to look realistic and all that. And I just think, no, if you're going to set something in the 80s, fucking have you've got you to yeah. go for it what, what is the point the only point of it being in the 80s there's a couple of things I took away from this there's a scene that looks like there's going to be quite a large um, scene with an, like an attack on the White House where she's going through the White House I, and, and that is probably her trying to take Cheetah or someone out going into there but I think that looks good but then again it's been done before with X-Men 2 and every other film you can think of so I'm not too sure this trailer was all about Kristen Wiig and yeah, the, ev- the, the evolution. 
the that's evolution the... of Cheetah, yeah, I'm I'm still a bit confused, so I hope you can explain this to me. Kirsten Wig is is Cheetah, yeah. Yeah. So she's she's the cat like creature we've seen at the end. That is that is Kirsten Wig. Yeah. Right, okay. So in that the comics conf- that, that confuses me a lot. Um yeah. Like I say, I, I know something, and I'm not going to discuss it. I don't want to drop any kind of hint whatsoever. Um, I'm not too sure if her evolution into Cheetah is the same as the comics in the film. Um, I'm sure the fanboys will jump straight on it and let us know. Does she get thrown out of a building and cats bite her? No. Are you sure? <laughs> Would you care to address your answer? Is, is is Christopher Walken involved? No, he's definitely not. And um, Butterbean butter from Hudson Hawk. Butter, Butterfinger from Hudson Hawk. Is Butterbean? He's a boxer. Is Butterfinger from Hudson Hawk involved? No, he's not in it. He's not in it. I think this is Christian Wiig's chance to get away from the comedy roles. I think because it looks like she's starting off as the sort of dorky, you know, assistant or whatever somebody who looks up to. Diana, and then you can see through the course of the trailer, which you can guess is through the course of the film, she's getting more confidence and whatever have you, and she develops. And and I just think it'd be really refreshing to see a comedic actress actually do something really dramatic and intense rather than just be the comedy foil. I don't know. That's, but yeah, I think it's um, I think it's the one thing that's separate. I I, I hope I hope it's not going to be disappointing because I actually quite. Enjoyed the first Wonder Woman movie, and, oh, is... and I think, and, and I think Gail Gadot or Gail Gadot, whatever her name is, um, I think she's probably one of the better things in the DC universe. Yeah, so Gal Gadot is great as Wonder Woman. Now, the first film for me was was fantastic mm-hmm. to be able to put it in that setting, and it's about it was about her you know, entering into the world of men and seeing the horrors that they can do. And everybody knows, even though World War One was a hundred years ago, you still know it was a very real and raw and emotional and, and costly battle. And her being in the middle of that actually made it feel more down to earth. And yeah. then this is gonna be eight four, it's gonna be cat people and it's gonna be invisible jets and riding on lightning. Wall, just... Wall Street, yeah, but yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, so you're gonna go see it? No. Yeah, I will. I will just because we do a movie podcast. No, I will. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I, I, will I, I will. I will. I yeah. will. And then next up, um, we had Sandman, the Sandman panel. Sandman. Neil Gaiman and Yvette Nicole Brown was hosting the this Zoom call. Um, a couple of other people in it. I think the only thing to take from this is that there's a Sandman series coming to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. Oh, Michael Sheen looking like he'd just been sat in the park. Michael Sheen. All afternoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael. Michael Sheen. Hello. I am. When I, I take a role. See, see, he doesn't put the Welsh accent on. Oh, he does. Oh, come on, he does. I didn't. Every now and then it comes. Every now and then you can hear the, <laughs> the accent come Whoa. through. Me and Neil Gaiman are great fans. That's more Tom Jones, isn't it? Oh, yeah, great fans. Oh. This is your ballpark, Sandman. So I know um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was supposed to be having a series at one point, but this looks like... I thought if Michael Sheen were there, that as much as you were gushing about how much he loved it, I thought this was the chance for them to announce that he'd been cast in it. But do you want to see this on screen? I know... like I've Sandman was one of along with Preacher was one of my 
first loves when it comes to comics or graphic novels. Um, I found Sandman uh, in a car boot sale, and I read the first one, and I was absolutely fucking hooked on it. Um, now, the problem with Sandman is it is going to be an abs... Now, he did say, Neil Gaiman obviously was talking last night, and he said that they are going to take some artistic license with, with the, the storyline, uh, because if they were to film Sandman, um, you know, the, the basic premise is... You know, he's based sleep has been kidnapped and, you know, people are going mad in the world um, and all the different kind of um, uh, senses and demons and stuff are all over the place. So he has to come back um, and he has to put uh, the dream world, you know, back uh, to normal again. Now, that sounds insane in itself, but the story is a bit more mental than 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 that um you know it's it's very it's going to be very difficult to shoot the budget will be astronomical uh, in my eyes um now what i don't want it to see is obviously you enjoyed you enjoyed the tv show preacher yep really did yeah i didn't enjoy the tv show preacher um you know the first season was good um, after that, it just completely lost its way. Um, nothing to do with the actors. Um, I think, no. you know, I think all three of the main kind of actors were really, really well. They they done a really good job. But the storyline was just so convoluted that, it, you know, it's it, even in the second season, going into the third season, it made absolutely no sense to me. And how they were going to, you know, try and pencil that all together. But anyway, I digress. Um, Sandman, Sandman, I'm very excited for. I'm very interested to see who's going to play Sleep. I don't know if Michael Sheen is going to be the right age. He voices, he voices Lucifer on the Audible book. Right, okay. And he says he loves that character, but I don't know. I've never seen any of it, so I mean, I take it you're, you're saying this is a, a recommendation. Then I need to a hundred percent. I've I have okay. I have all the volumes of Sandman. Like they're they can be quite expensive. Um, yeah. Because they're hard, they're hard to get a hold of. Um, but I think there's eight, there's eight of them in there. Um, but it's brilliant. It's very, very good. Okay. Then we had the Flash. So the Flash, Flashpoint movie, very small, um, very short. It's only about fifteen minutes. This uh, Ezra Miller and uh, the director of Flashpoint, whoever it is, this week, we're on Ezra Miller. Um, you'll obviously did he, did he punch in? Did he punch in each other? Who? Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller, yeah. No, I didn't throttle any young girls in Reykjavik bars either. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a very uh, gutsy move, um, keeping him on, but whatever they fucking do what they want, don't they? But the main thing I took from this was there was concept art, which was basically flashing a new suit in front of uh, the Batman with the yellow, uh, the yellow logo from Keaton, but there was no Keaton and no Affleck in this. And they've both been announced for this film. So I'm just wondering whether they're wanting to keep it under wraps. Were they not available, do you think? Did I did I read right that Kilmer is on board as well? No, I was taking the piss on Twitter. Oh, right, okay, sorry. Because I, I know Val Kilmer isn't in very good health at all. No. And no. he can, he can, he's a, like, God love him. I heard him on a, a radio show about a year and a half ago. And he was basically speaking with a voice box. Yeah. You know, you know, it's very, very sad, you know, to listen. But I, you know what? I would actually have liked, I thought that was true. And I was actually going to come on and go, fuck it, I would have loved to see Val Kilmer then. I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it. I would have taken the piss where it should be Gar- um, George Clooney or 
Um, Val Kilmer. I don't, don't really want to see George in me. I don't want to see either of them. But this Flashpoint, from what I know of the Flashpoint story is, um, Barry decides he's had enough, travel back in time to the night his mother was murdered, save her life, which kickstart a series of events. And it leads to things such as Thomas Wayne becoming Batman and seeing Bruce mm-hmm. die in, in Crime Alley. Uh, Martha goes insane and becomes Joker. And somehow Wonder Woman and um, the Athenians and uh, the Themyscirians end up in a battle against Aquaman and the Atlanteans. And that's very, very broadly describing the story. I think this is going to be more linear in a sense of I can see Flash going back in time and ended up meeting a different Batman, learning a life lesson and going back and doing it. I think it's just, I I think it's going to be the same way Civil War was boiled down. Marvel's Civil War was boiled right down into ten characters, five on each side, rather than this huge, sprawling epic. Because if you're going into that sort of story, you're not going to have Michael Keaton next year. You've got him in because he's, he's not just coming back for ten minutes, let's put it that way. But is this is this the last throw of the dice for DC? You know, are they are they are they they're bringing out all this stuff in the next in the next year, year and a half, two years? You know, this this has to be the last throw of the dice for them. It's yeah, for me, Flashpoint should have been the reset button. You come back onto the right timeline. And you can recast who you want, you can change costumes, you can change storylines, you can change anything you want. And this was your moment to reset it. And it sounds like it's going to be bookended by Ben Affleck. Um, and he's obviously going to learn something about his parents via Michael Keaton. You know what I mean? You can see it lined yeah. up. Um, I don't like Ezra Miller, to be honest. I don't, um, again, I'll go see it because it's a comic book film. But... If it's if I'm seeing more Ezra Miller from Justice League, forget it. I'm not interested, and I'll be good because I really want to see what Keaton does. But which Justice League? Well, we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, first of all, games, games. You're you're a gamer. You like your games, don't you? Do you I like, like games? games. Yeah, I like games. I've got a Switch. I've got a PS4, and I've got an Xbox One. So. <laughs> Talk so, like this from now on. Sounding like don't. a you sounding like a YouTuber. Yeah. Please don't. So last night there were two games. Um they've been in rumours of them for a long time, but they were sort of formally announced with trailers and things. First up we had Gotham Knights, which war um which is you can tell me who the last one is actually. There's uh, Nightwing, um Robin which I think is Dick Grayson. No, it's not Dick Grayson. It's uh, Tim Drake, Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then you had Red Hood. So is that... Yeah. Who, was the, who was the one who got his face smashed? Batgirl. No, she didn't get her face smashed. Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood. Yeah, who's who's the Red Hood? What's his name? It's not Tim Drake. Is it? Oh, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. Who was, who was the one we are talking about last week where the people voted for whether they kill him off or not? And the Joker killed him. But then he came back as the Arkham Knight. Spoiler alert. Oh. Anyway, God, anyway, you can tell yeah. like super fans, can't you? Um, and then we had the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League film from Rocksteady. Both of these look, I mean, obviously they look very similar, but I, I like the look of both of them. I really enjoyed the Arkham games. I thought originally Gotham Knights was going to be a sequel <clears throat> to Arkham Knight, and yeah. it's not. Apparently it's its own thing. Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League is the sequel to Arkham Knight. Okay, so it's in that 
Rocksteady Batman world then. Yeah. But Gotham Knight starts off roughly from the same point Arkham Knight finished. I like the fact that you can play as four characters. Um, yeah. I downloaded the beta for uh, the Avengers game. Yeah, I was going to bring this up. And hoo-wee! Not good. Uh, that's not a good game. No. I was really looking forward to it. And apparently there's, every, no matter what character you've got, you've got heavy attack, light attack, jump. Yeah. Yeah. And if there are a character that fires something, they'll fire something and otherwise they'll punch. And that's about it. It seemed the variety. No, and... no, no, I do believe that there will be customization with the characters when the full game comes because this I've read and that this beta was finished in April I believe um so you have to understand as well that the polishing and stuff that can get to be done between a game and five months is huge yeah um, no. you know, don't you know, get me wrong I'm not I'm not sat here saying the Avengers game was shit because of the glitches and the bugs and things uh-huh. even though WWE 2K20 that's another thing altogether but these two themselves so let's talk about them in terms of comparing them to Avengers then because these look like they're very much these were designed to be these ones these ones are look very much like the Rocksteady Batman games you know Arkham Asylum Arkham Knight Arkham City you know know, they they look very much set in that kind of that kind of alleyway that kind of avenue Um, you know so you know what you're going to expect you're going to be in a city in a big, uh, you know, area of Gotham or whatever, and yeah. you'll have your crimes happening in certain positions. You'll have your story modes. You'll have your uh, your hidden, um, you know, Joker, you know, trophy things. Like Riddler trophies, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riddler yeah. 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 trophies. You know, you'll have that. And it, 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 the way that the trailers kind of saved to me was that the um, the Suicide Squad one will be a lot more like Marvel. Uh, the Marvel mm. game and the uh, Gotham Knights will be a lot more like Rocksteady Batman. The only, the only thing that sort of interests me about Suicide Squad is that there's going to be four people of differing skill sets. So you've got the power of King Shark, you've got the dead shot accuracy sniping, you've got Harley Quinn who's probably good with melee. With the Gotham Knights, <laughs> go on. Are we, not, are we not going to talk about Australian guy Boomerang? Not yet. Our favorite, our favorite character from the Suicide Squad movie. We were going to be coming on to him in a minute, but yeah, right. Captain, I was trying not to even mention it. But yeah, Captain Boomerang. It's not his voice in the game, but I don't know. He's going to be. He'll, well, he'll be the throwing projectiles and throwing boomerangs at well, people. Yeah, but he, it seemed more, you know, superheroish in the cartoon. You know, his fucking his boomerang can break the speed of sound and can fucking teleport and shit like that there, you know, if his boomerang could have done that in the movie, then I don't think we would have slagged him as much. <laughs> no, if he did anything with the boomerang in the movie, I don't well, think exactly, he's yeah. been over this, but he threw three boomerangs, one of them was a drone to take pictures with. Anyway, so which one, if you if you had a gun to your head and you, had to, you could only pick one, would you go Gotham, Gotham Knights? Gotham Knights. Go- Gotham Knights, okay. 100%. I'll go through even, even, even between Even between... Suicide Squad, Gotham, and Avengers. Uh, haven't played the beta. Um, Gotham. I've got to admit, Gotham Knights looked a lot more polished and looked a lot more. You know, yeah. look, you you can see what's going on with the game because of Arkham Knight, but knowing it's different, whatever. Suicide Squad, I think, looks a lot more fun. I think it looks brighter. It looks, you've got Metropolis, so it's a different world to go into rather than just being Gotham again. Um, the idea of Kill the Justice League, so it's obviously. I mean, Superman is. Let's be honest. If any if anyone went up against Superman, they're dead. 
Yeah, that's that's the curious bit about it. And it looks like he's got. Uh, it looks like he's possessed or yeah, under so a spell how's, or something. How's Harley? How's Harley Quinn going to protect herself against Superman? Now, Captain yeah. Boomerang's got his fucking phenomenal boomerangs, you know. So he's he's cool. He's grand, you know. Um, but you know, Deadshot. How's what Deadshot going to do? Well, shoot speaking him in, of shoot him in the eye? speaking of um, what would you do going up to Superman? So the Suicide Squad panel followed on. Uh, James Gunn introduced us to, God, I think there were about 12 of the main cast there. Um, am I allowed to say that it's an all-star cast? Is that, is yeah, that alright? Depends. Let's hide on. Like, let, like, name them. Name them. Right. So we got the, the character reveals last night and we got the trailer for the character name reveals. I think that was the main point of this. I want you, I want you to leave a two second gap after every name that you say. And I will Why? tell you if they are a, a bona fide star. Okay, Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Star. Joel Kinnaman is Rick Flagg. Who the fuck is Joel Kinnaman? Viola Davis is Amanda Waller. Star. Double star. Idris Elba is Bloodsport. Monumental star. Alice Braga. Who? (laughs) She's playing Sorcoria. Ty Courtney is playing Captain Boomerang. Uh, Nathan Fillion is playing TDK. Star. I think it's talk talk TDK. Uh, Pete Davidson is Blackguard. Who? Saturday Night Live. Come on. I know who he is. I'm being a dick. We've just done it. <laughs> Michael Rooker is playing Savant. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker is in a James is in a James Gunn film. Can you believe it? Hundred and ten percent star. John Cena, the face that runs the place, is playing Peacemaker. I'm looking forward to that. Shut up. And not because I like next play fighting in spandex. I'm trying next. to. David Dasmalchian is playing oh, yeah. Polka Dot Man. What? Polka Dot Man? Polka Dot Man. We're really scraping the bottom of the fucking barrel here. I was waiting for him to announce I'm Fall Off Boy. With the power of Polka Dots, I have the power! You know there was a condiment man as well, or the condiment king, and he fired Vinegar. ketchup and mustard at people. Fired vinegar, vinegar and pepper coming out of him. Serious ketchup and mustard and squirt guns at people. Sean Gunn playing Weasel. No. Yeah. Uh, Peter Capaldi is a thinker. Yeah. Star. Flula Borg is Javelin. Flula Borg. Flula Borg. Flula Borg. And out of all them, there's one more who wasn't on the call last night and hasn't been announced of what they're doing, and that is Taika Waititi. Now, where's Taika? He's probably. In a contract with Marvel. So is James Gunn. No, he was out of contract with Marvel. Yeah. Then he re-signed into contract with Marvel. So if Taika Waititi is in a contract with Marvel, why is he doing DC? If if they're not going to let him go and promote a film, why? What's probably because? But it's probably because. uh, Actually, I don't even know why. well, I think they didn't actually announce who the bad guy was last night. There's a lot of rumours about who the villain's going to be. Um, I'm not, I'm not, there's too many rumours anyway. But one of the things is I think he's going to be voicing King Shark. Somebody replied back on oh, there. Okay, he's, right. either voice, he's either going to voice King Shark and it's oh, going to be is Korg. It, it's, he's not, yeah, he's not going to be Korg. Oh. I, hope, I really hope not. I hope it's a bit more grisly and growly. Samoa Joe, WWE wrestler Samoa Joe is voicing King Shark in the game. But when right. I heard him, he's got that soft Samoan Pacific accent 
for this big hulking guy, and I think they're going to go down the core group with it. I think James Gunn will think it's hilarious to have this big lummox of a shark with a right soft New Zealand voice, or he's playing, or he's playing the villain. Yeah, it is quite you know strange though as well. But I understand the whole James Gunn thing moving off and being fired and then going back to it and things. But Taika, Taika's kind of strange one. Well, he's the one I'm most looking forward to. Him, Peter Capaldi. Uh, Idris Elba, speaking of, yeah, when we said about the Suicide Squad and, and Superman, apparently Idris Elba was supposed to be playing anyone from sort of, is it Tiger Bronze? Uh, yeah. Deadshot, recasting Deadshot. Um, and he's playing Bloodsport, and apparently that is somebody who got locked up because he tried to assassinate Superman. Is that crazy? He tried to shoot Superman and got I locked w- up. I, w- I, w- I, w- I, it, I probably would have enjoyed Suicide Squad a lot more if Idris Elba was originally Deadshot, not Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, Two things I'll take from this. One, for the amount of actors and characters and story they've got, I genuinely can see it being a bit of a bloodbath in the first five minutes. I really do. I don't think... Mm. I, I reckon at least five of those people on that screen are yeah. not making it. Rucker, Rucker, Rucker's, not make, Rucker's not making it. Like I wouldn't be surprised if um, Jai Courtney goes out in the beginning. I really wouldn't. <laughs> Just, no! you know. Well, it wasn't in a lot of that behind-the-scene footage that they showed as well. It wasn't in a lot of that. Let's just say that. Bring back uh, Adam, what's his name? As Slipknot, the man who can climb anything. <laughs> what a superhero. Then we had a surprise panel at 9.45, and it was about Milestone Comics. Um, this totally sort of sideswiped me. I don't, I don't know Milestone Comics. I don't know anything about them. Do you? Are you familiar with them? It got a lot of... There was a lot of positive reaction on Twitter. Um, I'm, like I say, I'm never going to sort of convince you that I'm, I'm any, any kind of... I enjoy the comic book stories. I don't collect the, the books and stuff like that. Milestone is part of DC and they've done a lot of... Do you, know what the main, do you know what the main problem is? The main problem is, like, there's so many, like, I, I think I, I told this story before. Um, I used to work for a video games retailer here in the UK, and one of the guys I used to work with, on a Thursday, he always used to go and collect his comics from Forbidden Planet, right? Yeah. And it was at a point where, when I was younger, I used to read all the comics, and I had missed a lot of comic books over the space of about 10 years, because, you know, I find alcohol and boobs and stuff like that there, you know, a lot more appealing than comics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting out back one day and he was going through his comics and he must have had about four, five, six comics in his wee bag. And I was like, what's what's new? What's going on? He was like, oh, well, this is the amazing Spider-Man. He's like, you know, fucking blah, blah, blah. And he went on and explained. And he pulled out another Spider-Man. Because this is the, the incredible Spider-Man. Because this broke away from the amazing Spider-Man because Peter, blah, blah. And I was like, right, okay. And he pulled out another Spider-Man. This is the in, in multiverse Spider-Man. Blah, blah, blah. And, he, and I was like, how many fucking Spider-Man comics are in that bag? He's like, uh, five. I was like, you've got five fucking Spider-Man comics in that bag? He's like, just, oh, this yeah, week's but, just this yeah, week's editions. Just that week's editions. And I was like... How many Spider-Man universes, multiverses? He's like, oh, lots. You know, they change it from time to time. You know, stories end and, and, you know, another one will come out and, you know, or they'll go into the multiverse. And I'm sitting looking at him going, how? Like, I, I then went home and Googled, you know, 
what should I read to get into Spider-Man? And it was it was like oh, trying to learn fucking ancient Egyptian. Yeah, I've I've gone into Forbidden Planet before, and I've been like, right, I want to start reading Superman comics. Where do I start? Oh, well, yeah. it depends if you want New 52. It depends if you want the very beginning. No, I want to read a, a Superman story where he comes to Earth, and then let's go through the comic, and let's see him battle these people. What is the... And it just spreads out. And, and it's so difficult, as somebody who's not into comics now, to get into them. Anyway, Milestone Comics. The key thing about them is, I think, that obviously the reason why it's um, such a popular announcement that they're going to start producing again, is because it was founded in 1933. And the, the main point of it was, it was a coalition of African-American writers and artists who get together and draw stories for them for themselves okay and it was one of the characters from it and i'm i'm sounding a bit i'm trying i don't want to talk about something i've got no clue about but i think it's worth mentioning is static shock um young african-american um guy um has the power of sort of electromagnetism and uh magnetic force fields and all that but anyway they've announced that the film going into the works there so i think it's a, i just think the main thing to take from that is that african-american artists writers actors and storytellers are going to get a bit of a pedestal now rather than just the same old stuff again so there's nothing wrong with that but, at all. you know yeah but you know it's it's something that we sh- we shouldn't even have to say you know there should be equality in everything, you know. We shouldn't have to shoehorn fucking, you know, Billy D. Williams into a movie or shoehorn Falcon into a movie. You know, you just because you look at it and go, Oh, we're we're very white in this cast, aren't we? We're, we're yeah. very uh you know, it should it shouldn't come into thinking and I think a lot of I remember when we discussed um Michael B. Jordan being Superman. Yeah. And, you know, the fucking backlash on Twitter, oh Superman who gives a Fuck, I see. I don't understand. I don't understand this kind of, you know, the jingoistic nationalist stuff that goes on in, in, in countries like it. Does, it genuinely, don't, okay. I, I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand how, you know, people will, will like last night. Right, this is going completely off topic. Right, Katie Taylor is a uh, an Irish uh, female boxer. She's oh, a yeah. four four time, you know, the champion. She's the best female boxer that's ever lived. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Irish Twitter exploded last night because they said that she was a partner for uh, Anthony Joshua on T- Team GB, right? Oh, God. Right, okay. And Irish, Irish Twitter exploded. She is not English. She is not Brit. She is Irish. And I was looking at it going, who gives a fuck? I, who who cares? cares? Like, what... What different? Like, yes, there's national pride, and I'm sure she has her national pride, and we all have some kind of national pride. I'm proud of being Irish, you know, blah blah blah. But if someone turns around to me and goes, "Oh, where, what part of what part of Scotland are you from?" How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> or you know, or these people say, you know, what is it? You know, fucking let's let's not interbreed blacks and whites. You're oh, like, fuck off! Like what the fuck? What are you Who talking about? The yeah, there's a whole lot of that we could. Do I don't whole, get it, I, but that's but that's the whole thing. I I don't understand. It. I don't I don't think yeah. we should be looking. I don't think we should be looking at Captain America as white. You know, I think we should be looking at Captain America as fucking Chinese, fucking indigenous, whatever. It doesn't matter if the, if if the person fits, then the person fits. Yeah, and you know what? I had a, a shall we say conversation with somebody on Twitter this afternoon, and we're going to get onto a minute, but the conversation fits about the Batman. 
And I, and, uh, I just said, you know, does this person look like Colin Farrell or not? And the person replied, I don't care, I'm not going to go see that piece of shit. <laughs> okay, could you tell me exactly why? And eventually we got to it where they said, uh, the suit's the wrong colour, the suit's black and it should be grey and blue. Um, I won't even start on Jeffrey Wright uh, being Commissioner Gordon, that's too easy, and something else. And I just replied back, so you don't like the colour of his skin, you don't like the colour of his suit, or, and you don't like a storyline that you don't know anything about yet. And I got called a patronising ass for it. Well, quite frankly, I didn't even think about Jeffrey Wright being Commissioner Gordon. Who gives a fuck? Who gives Who a fuck what colour of skin he's got? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Colin Farrell plays the penguin? But that motherfucker's Irish. And he's not a real penguin. He's not a native of Gotham. Yep. Fucking Irish taking over the world. So then we got into, um, this was late on in, in the evening. If you're over in the UK, this was about half past 11. If you're in Los Angeles, it's about two in the afternoon. But we then got on to uh, Big Daddy, The Rock Johnson. Turns up for his Black Adam standing in front of a green screen. It did, it, there was a nice introduction to the character through a sort of animated feature where he explains the the sort of the background because people haven't got a clue. Yeah, they yeah. want to know who Shazam was before the film, and it explains how he was born into slavery and he decided he basically went Conan, Conan the Barbarian. Fuck this! I've had enough of being uh, enslaved fights back, and they really tried to drill it home that Black Adam's ethos is fighting for truth and justice, but he's prepared to make any sacrifices, including killing people, to get what he wants, as opposed to Superman that, okay, in this in this universe, we're not too sure, but yeah, when you look at your Batman, your Superman, doing it the, the heroic way, saving, saving people, not causing DC's, damage. DC's Punisher, let's just say it as it is. Yeah, Cosmic Punisher. And you know what? I'm, I can watch anything with The Rock. But doesn't The Rock have enough money? Who cares? Can't, can't, can't he just take a fucking year off? Does he have to be in everything? Like, does he have to? Is, is it just written in the contract that The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, has to be in everything? It goes through this because in around mid-2000s, Colin Farrell was in everything. And then 2010, it was, I can't remember the figure's name from Avatar now. What was his name? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam. Worthington. Worthington. And he, he was just showing up in everything. Now, the fact is, you strike why the iron's hot. If you're no. making money. The Rock, listen, strike when the iron's hot. Dwayne Johnson is worth about a fucking billion. Right. But he's, he's making his money. And he's been in what he wants to be. And if the opportunities are there, why not? So, day off, fucking day off. so somebody else should get the opportunity to be. be I believe so. I believe so. I like if you look at most of superhero movies, no one, nobody is a star before they they went into a superhero movie. Like Dwayne Johnson is the biggest star on the planet. Far none. There's there's no there's no actor there's no oh, professional yeah. at at this point in time who is bigger or a bigger money maker than Dwayne the Rock Johnson. There isn't. Yeah. You can't. It's there insane. Isn't. Up, up. Yeah. yeah. So but he's never this, been in a superhero film though. Yeah. No, no, I get that. I get that. But this this to me is DC just needing a hit. If if Flash fails, if Wonder Woman doesn't come out to the you know a big weekend, if Batman falls on its ass. 
we've still got Rocky Maivia. We've still right. got The Rock. And I think this is almost taking a gamble rather than... I mean, yeah, you throw the money at it to get The Rock on board. And I think they've said to him, what film do you want to be in? And he's gone, I want to be in Black Adam, I want to do this. It is, and it's, it is not a gamble. But the fact is, it's, gonna, it's, it's a spin-off from Shazam, which only did about 400 million worldwide. It did not do a lot of money at all. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, both over a billion. Joker got over a billion. So you can assume Aquaman, Wonder Woman, they're going to come out and do some money. Flashpoint, I reckon they'll do about 700 million. The Suicide Squad's probably going to do about the same. Do you really um, think Flashpoint will, Flashpoint will make that much money? I, I don't think it'll break a billion. But I, if, don't, I don't think it'll get anywhere close to 700. I think it'll do all right. If you've got Keaton in it, you've got Ben Affleck, you, you've got the promise of Batman being in it. The same way, the same way that um, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, no, Spider-Man Homecoming, it mm. was off the back of Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man being in it, and it, mm. and it did a hell of a lot more than the other ones. I think, I think just having that star power will do it. But that's why the Rock's in it. So they've announced that the Justice Society of America are going to be his. They're either going to be the heroes or his antagonists or whoever. And we've got Atom Smasher, Hawkman, Doctor Fate and Cyclone. So by the sounds of it, you've got this guy that got the powers of Shazam, went off for 5,000 years, came back. So he's, in, he's set in the modern day. And he's got these four people who have come together over time or whatever to try and take him down. And apparently, I mean, Black Adam is probably just as powerful as Superman. So mm. it, I think he needed four people to try and take him on. But it is going to be one of these. They all get together in the end and fight a greater good or whatever. I wouldn't mind seeing a Lobo film with The Rock. Lobo, I used to get Lobo comics when I was younger. Like yeah. There was like a fucking Lobo versus Superman comic as well. Right. Okay. Here we go then. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yay. Well, I heard there was a secret cause. Jesus. Let's just get what? it. What a fucking sycophantic fucking trailer. Let's just get it out of the way first. He used the Watchmen sex music on the trailer. And I thought it was, I thought this was actually quite clever. No. no. Yeah, I do. No. I do. No. Do you know why? Uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't like it at all. I thought it was very funny and I'm still mocking it. But this is a director who has, he got criticised and mocked for using that song for that scene in Watchmen. The scene in particular is where Night Owl 2 finally uh, overcomes his impotence problems. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a very innuendo-driven scene, and they use Leonard Cohen over the top of it, which I think is an abomination. And in this, I think he's gone, this is my film overcoming the my impotence of not being able to show you my work, and he's having a dig by using that song. I think he's very clever. What are we going to get? Zack Snyder's cut of Sucker Punch. Ah, oh, fuck knows. Right. That was so, his cut. <laughs> so going straight into um, this, you know what? This was probably the biggest letdown of all these panels. I mean, they got fairly dry in some places. It it dragged a little bit. But for a film about uniting your seven biggest heroes, well, six, 
and you've got your biggest stars and it's the most anticipated panel. You've got Zack Snyder there in a HD glorious depth camera taking pre-recorded questions off selfie videos of your stars. They won't, they won't even, they couldn't even be bothered to get them all on the same phone call at the same time. And it just, for a film about uniting your heroes together, it was the most patched together. And it just looked like nobody was there talking to each other. It just looked amateurish. Well, I'm, I'm going to make a statement now, right? Please. If this movie isn't a fucking grand slam, if he doesn't bring the fucking, the four batters home, if they don't all fucking high five on, on home plate, his career's over. Yeah. Like 100%. Like his, if, if this, if this doesn't, you know, if this isn't completely different to what Joss Whedon's, uh, Justice League is, if this doesn't, if this doesn't, you know, do everything, what everybody has been fucking banging on about for the last five years if this doesn't change anything on it his career's over right so it's going to be i'm playing devil's advocate here but i fully agree i fully agree everyone's lauding it as the second coming or the third coming of christ it's it, this needs to be good it's going to be four four one hour episodes so not it's just good it, man not not just good no no it needs to, to, uh, yeah. so it's it's going to be four hours long so it's going to be double the length of the movie. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's four hours long. Four one-hour episodes. Like a, a short serial series. Okay. Um, from the trailer, it does look, there's an awful lot of footage there that is either additional scenes filmed at length and bits cut out so he's showing that there's other material there and there was a lot of footage that wasn't in the film a yeah. lot to do with cyborg and flash was not in was not in the film anywhere to see it there was a even yeah. dark side show, dark side showing up so i think there's a lot to um i think there's a lot to look forward to i think it's mm-hmm. going to be i think in terms of being different i reckon we're going to see maybe an hour and a half leading up to getting steppenwolf and it's going to be very similar to that. They're going to have Superman come back, take Steppenwolf on, and then I think there's going to be one episode where it jumps into the future. Who plays Steppenwolf again? Kieran Hines. Oh, yeah. He's from Belfast, you know. I fucking thought he did. <laughs> so, and they've, already, they've also announced that... Um, they've also actually, announced, I'm not that up. We were talking about Pete Postlethwaite earlier, weren't we? <laughs> He's not from Belfast. He's from Yorkshire. Um... Yeah, look, I think there's enough there to to believe so, now that there's yeah substance. If, if, they're, if they're fucking making it four hours, and how much extra money has he gotten from to do fucking reshoots and all that shit? Seven, uh, 60, 70 million. So this is the thing. Sixty going or back. seventy? How much did he spend on it originally? Well, he didn't spend that much originally. The balls. He he's, fucking. He said, what was it? What did you say to me? It was seventy to eighty percent of the movie was already filmed. Apparently, so he's he's spent about two hundred million, and then spent another hundred million on reshoots. James Cameron is wanking out of a window listening to these budgets. Woohoo! Um, but look, from the state of the film, like you say, absolutely, Zack Snyder is in trouble if this. But I think he's well protected as well because you're going to have a very no, 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 hang on, hang, hang on, you're going to have a very vocal portion of the internet 
And if this film is just four hours of Zack Snyder coiling a turd out on his neighbour's lawn for four hours and then goes home, they will love it and they will cheer it and say it's the best thing ever, right? They, you're not going to know streaming numbers. You're not going to know revenue. Because they're not, how can you say whether an upturn or a downturn in subscriptions is to do with that or not? They're going to be selling it. So it, it, you're not going to see whether it's a critic, a, a commercial bomb because they're not going to announce how many people subscribed. But that's, but, but, I, but that's the thing. It, do, it doesn't need to be a commercial bomb. It, 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 what it needs is critical reception it needs it needs yeah. it needs to be critically acclaimed and I, i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying it needs to be you know a six solid six seven out of ten it needs to be a fucking grand slam for the it, amount of shit and yeah. like i sorry for interrupting you but the amount of no, shit no. that they've thrown you know at joss whedon for the amount of fucking grandstanding that the actors have have did okay one thing I was going to say in the news, but I haven't read into it fully. Apparently, Warner have announced recently, today I think, or yesterday, that they have been conducting an investigation into the shooting of Justice League in 2017, 2016, well, 2017, with Joss Whedon. They're using a third-party company to investigate the alleged toxicity and... Uh, workplace harassment that went on under his watch. So that's all I'm saying on that right now. So yes, yeah, but, 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 but right, okay, that's right. I'm I'm taking off my civil hat here. Right, I'm oh, taking, I'm, I'm taking it, I've taken it off. All right. Now I don't understand. Now I can un- I can understand how the Me Too movement kind of came about. I can understand that people are being put under pressure to star in movies and stuff like that there, and, and how this whole Harvey Weinstein thing ended up. I can understand how that happened, 100%. Mm-hmm. Again, I, can, I know what the, what the positions, and I knew, know what, what went on. A movie that happened three years ago, four years ago, whatever. So many people in and around this movie and we're not talking about people who are starting off in the business. We're not talking about fucking, you know, debut actors. We're talking about Hollywood fucking superstars. Technically, you know, Ray Fisher was a starting off actor, but yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but we're talking about fucking ben, ben Affleck and yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, Henry Cavell and people like that there. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about these people. Where was their story from back then? Yeah. Like, how, what happened then? Why, why, and it was, you know, obviously during this whole Me Too kind of thing that, that started, you know, when it was obviously being shot, maybe, and maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're uh, saying. Maybe I'm wrong. So Just before then. Wh- how come this toxicity has only come out in the last six months? Yeah. That, that, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, and then you've you got know, you a... Can't, you, you, you can't, you can't, yes, I understand Cyborg, the Ray Fisher thing, you yeah, know, yeah. he's a new actor, he's, I understand that his part, you know, if it was a movie full of Ray Fishers, you know, I can understand, you know, fuck, you know, maybe he has overstepped the mark, maybe he has, you know, done things that are, you know, that are bad, but I know what you're at, saying. What, at what point when they do this investigation, because they're all starting now to come out and go, oh yeah, it was really toxic and blah, 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 why didn't you say this three, four years ago? Well, yeah, I've got to fully agree. When you look at the Me Too movement, 
there's a lot of said lot said about the people who are obviously put in those horrible positions and the Torags doing the harassment and the yeah yeah I'm I'm dancing around my words but you know what I mean well, maybe maybe I'm just and, but then there was, no 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 but you're absolutely right there was this cloud of people around who were criticised because you you know people saying you knew. You knew yeah. what were happening. You kept quiet, and that's absolutely right. If you've now you've now got the situation where for seven months on a, a movie set you had actors like you know on that set you'll have had Jeremy Irons, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot still fairly young but she's a bit experienced. Um, Henry Cavill's been around a bit. He's young but he's, he's done a fair bit of stuff. Um, Ezra Miller, Ray Fisher, both young. Then you've got Joss Whedon. The producers would have been in and out all the time. You've got the cast. Uh, you've got all the crew. Yeah, I fully, I'm fully on board with what you're saying. If in that time the Me, Me Too movement was in full effect and full voice, are you telling me that those actors and the cast and the crew doing them reshoots, not one person said we shouldn't keep quiet about this. Yeah. So they've either kept quiet and it took Ray Fisher to come out and say it, in which case... But then again, I'm, and we're going on about Ben Affleck, he was suffering from alcoholism at the time. Maybe yeah, yeah. more that's important things to worry about. That's, you know? that's another thing you bring up. Who, like, Obviously, this is a big movie. Who kept them quiet? That's what I mean. This is why they're doing this investigation. So I, I won't be surprised if it come, the investigation comes out and says... You know, things could have been handled differently, but nothing illegal yeah. went on or something. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. think it was Joss Whedon. I seriously believe it's Joss Whedon who's on set with a bunch of people loyal to Snyder. And he's come in and gone, we're going to scrap all that because it don't work. Yeah. Because the producers said, the producers said six months before these reshoots, the, the, the working cut was unwatchable. There are yeah. articles from four years ago that say this film's unwatchable. And then it just so happened what happened with Snack Snyder, and obviously that's horrendous, and you know the man had to take a step back. But Joss Whedon has come in and has been told by the people signing his check that film's shit, do a new one. And he's he's come in and he started having to reshoot. Now Snyder said, um, he says about even though he's never seen it, he says about seventy percent of the footage in Justice League isn't his, but he's never seen the film. Which I think is load of rubbish. But anyway, it's, uh, it, that, in terms of panels, that was the one of the ones I was most looking forward to and I was most disappointed at. I, I think that's your moment to have all the cast on this Zoom call around Zack Snyder, introducing a bit, talking a bit about what happened, you know, and instead, maybe that's why they had him as pre recorded. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe some of the older kind of heads are sitting there going, uh, maybe I, I don't I don't fully follow what this whole thing is saying. Yeah. So that's, that's... Actually, come to think of it, putting a live mic in front of somebody who's alleging this, that, and the other. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, and then finally, um, I was going to say last night, but this morning, because it was about one in the morning over here when it came on, but the Batman um, has been uh, released. I am vengeance. I am vengeance. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting swayed by this. I think it's got a feel of like... You know, Seven and Kiss the Girls and those sort of 90s dark crime investigation detective stories. I just don't think that it's going to be far enough away from Nolan's Batman's for, to, to captivate me. Nolan's, 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 Batman, Nolan's Batman's were, you know, were dark. Um, you know, it had a bit of, you know, more... 
violence, you know, Batman being more of an unhinged kind of character, you know, uh, attacking, you know, more with, with venom rather than, you know, Batman shall not kill kind of thing. So, yeah. um, you know, I get it that they're trying to add, they're, they're, they're going towards more Moore Miller Batman. You yeah. Know, they're, go, they're, they're trying to get more to that, but, you know, I think we spoke about it the other day. Um, they're trying to add too many characters into they're they're trying to fucking uh, spider-man 3 it and they're trying to add as many people into it as humanly possible penguin riddler and now your irish boy has been fucking he's going to be in it as well and you know dead set to be a young joker you know and see in that might just be you know they'll say so-and-so has been cast but then it might just end up being um, one thing, yeah, yeah, one thing in a yeah, cell yeah. or something like that. So when they announce so many, it's when I mean the Suicide Squad. I'm more worried about the amount of cast because there are some characters that we've never seen before. You know, it, with the Batman, you're talking Riddler straight away. Most fans know where's Green, smart guy, leaves puzzles. Mm-hmm. But okay, we're on to that. When when you say about Bloodshot, uh, Peacemaker, and TDK and Polka Dot Man. You've got to establish <laughs> these characters very quickly. But then again, he's done... Anyway, we, we digress. So in terms of the Batman, we've got Robert Batten Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. You've got Zoe Kravitz as Selina Kyle. So we've got yep. Catwoman in there. You've got Colin Farrell as Oswald Coppelpot. Did you notice him in the trailer? Everyone's I, saying the old-looking guy is... That is not Colin Farrell. It does. It it really doesn't look like him. And if it is him, fair fucking play to them. I'm saying, look at him under all these effects. They've only filmed thirty percent of this film, so they've either put the makeup on and bits of CGI and finished just that couple of shots. Well, or it's only, it's, it's, it, that that trailer was of thirty percent. Thirty percent within 30, 30 or forty percent of the film. Matt Reeves said last wow. night. Wow. That's that's all right, but yeah, yeah. I, I I think I said it in one of the first the first podcasts that we did. Robert Pattinson being Batman doesn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. You know what? Seeing that trailer, I'm more convinced that I think it's going to be all right, and you mm. know I don't mind watching. And with going with such a young Batman starting in, with the saying the year two story is going to be a, a basis for this. Okay, so basically, is a young Batman that's started out, and that's it. Uh, Paul Dano is Edward Nashton. Now, I always thought it was, well, it was Ed Enigma, but there's going to be a, a change in there, isn't there? Mm. Andy Serkis is Alfred Pennyworth. We've got Peter Skarsgård as an Attorney General. Um, we've said all these last week, didn't we? Carmen Falcone's in there, Commissioner Gordon, a bunch of cops. So, I, I think it's I think it's doable. Matt Reeves, I think, can handle plenty of characters as with the, the Planet of the Apes trilogies and stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, I, after seeing that trailer, I think that was the perfect one for him to end on. That, that for me has got me, yeah. and, it, and it's really disappointing almost, because out of all this stuff we've just watched, all these films coming out, all these hints, it's another Batman film that everyone's most excited for. I know, I know, I know. And it's another origin Batman. Uh, they've also announced that the Gotham PD uh, TV series is going to be set one year before this starts. This film, isn't that 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 gets the thumbs up for me. As soon as Terrence Winter signed on to that, that that was a big thumbs up for me. So if you if you if you, if you can write for Sopranos and you can fucking co-create oh, yeah. Boardwalk Empire, I'm, I'm there. Um, but yeah, the the violence in this trailer was spot on. I think 
Um, Paul Dano getting the chance to play a really sort of... I want to see Paul Aldano do for the Riddler what Heath Ledger did for the Joker. You know, in terms of taking yeah. it in a direction nobody... Everyone expects Jim Carrey in Spandex as the Riddler. And I want this Paul Dano to be this sick, withdrawn genius who is playing games like a Zodiac Killer kind of kind of yeah. evil rather than just somebody taking the piss out of somebody. Um, but I'm just, I, 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 I'm just worried. I'm worried that there's too much going on. I think it'd be all right. I'm, I'm there's really too, uncomfortable. There's too, there's too much going on in it, I believe. You know, I, I know, Starsguard, uh, Circus, you know, Colin Farrell, Dano, I'm very excited to see him. Um, you know, I don't know if they're going to have enough time, or screen time, you know, to make an effect. Well, we'll see. But I'm, I'm, after that trailer, I really am quite confident. I think it, it had that right level of, of darkness to it. And it, not mm. in the, not in the Nolan kind of way. I mean, in the, like I say, mm. se- I was thinking, as soon as it started, I was watching, I'm thinking I'm, I'm of that seven, you know, from Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt kind of aesthetic. This dark and dirty town, not just Chicago films, you know, and made to look like Gotham nowadays. It's not realism like that. It's, it, it looks like it's going to be a real sort of visceral sort of kind of story, and I'm really looking forward and to it. And it's going to be a nice, combination with Joaquin's Joker, maybe? Well, no, because they also announced one last thing. Uh, the multiverse is very much a thing. Um, and even though the TV series hinted that the multiverse had been shut and closed, they've said that everything that we're watching from DC is canon within a multiverse. So the games are in their own multiverse. Um, the Batman is in one on his own. Uh, Joker is in a separate universe. It's an Elseworlds kind of thing. Um, the Suicide Squad make it so confusing because they fucked up so much along the way. But I mean, you know, you know, th- this is this is my problem with DC. You know, everything is just so confusing, and you know, maybe maybe we're just privileged to have lived in a lifetime that Marvel got its act together and brought out movies that. You know, that just all went into one. And, you know, they got the casting fucking bang on. They got the movies bang. Well, not all the movies, but, you know, 90% of the movies, they got them bang on. You know, the story arcs, the, you know, leading into different characters, you know, coming up with the final cuts at the end of the movies and the credits, you know, introducing characters. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe we're just, maybe I'm just being, maybe we just got spoiled. Maybe I we've think, been spoiled by that. Yeah, 100% I think we've been spoiled by Marvel. They, they've got the shit together, they've done one linear story, they've, they've taken bits of what everyone likes, they've got a formula. Um, some people don't like it, some people do. I personally love DC, I love Marvel. Um, in respect to this, I've, from, from what I gather, and you shouldn't have to gather anyway, but you've got Wonder Woman, so from 1984 she then goes into Batman versus Superman, and you've got the Snyderverse, let's call it. Um, the Snyder Cut is going to be on HBO, and I think they've said nothing's going to spin off from that. That's just going to be its own continuation of time, you know, spread away. Then you've <laughs> look, got the... Look, this is my movie. This is what I could have done, so yep. fuck you, everybody else. Then you've got the DCEU, the DC Expanded Universe, which is going to carry on. You've got the Flash, who's going to be going doing Flashpoint. That'll be affecting that world. Uh, like I say, you've got Wonder Woman, you've got Suicide Squad, you've got uh, Shazam. Now, 
I, I don't know if they've confirmed yet that Shazam is in the DC Extended Universe because they mentioned Batman and Superman in the Shazam film and they've mentioned Black Adam and stuff. Ah, no, sorry, because The Rock did a bit of a promo, a wrestling promo thing on calling out the Justice League, taking, saying let's take you on and stuff. So Black Adam versus the Justice League might be coming at some point. But anyway, by the by. So, yeah, the, what their plan is, you've got the Batman on one universe timeline world, you've got Joker in another, you've got the linear story, you've got the games in another one. One of the main ones that they did come out, though, is said is that Batman Red Son isn't lined up to be made anytime soon, but the story is very much open to do standalone films like The Killing Joke as a standalone Batman film, but that might be a sequel to the Batman later on down the line. I don't know. But I must say, out of six or seven hours of content, I think there was very little announced. Yeah, I knew new stuff. You mean, yeah, yeah. The games, yes, the games, the games kind of took me by surprise. I didn't really think of the games, but movie wise, nothing really, really surprised me. No, I mean, what we've got another Wonder Woman trailer, which we've seen. We see Cheetah. Okay, that could have been released online. Suicide Squad. They've announced who the cast are playing, so it's not even like they announced the cast. It's just this is who the cast are playing. Um, the games, yeah, so, they were rumoured. Am I, am, I, am I being an idiot? Is Suicide Squad shot yet, or is it shooting, or did it shoot and then stop? Or I think most of it? it's. I think most of it's done. Right, I think they've got pickups to do on special effects and stuff. Yeah, but that right. is due to come out till like August next year, so they've yeah. got loads of time for that. They're all right. Black Adam's supposed to be out in December next year, and they haven't even got a script yet, so I don't think that's going to be happening. Um, Justice League, we've got the Justice League trailer, which, again, if you've seen a bunch of stuff online, you've seen all that footage before. Um, you've got some promo art as well. Yeah, it was just a bit disappointing. It, it, well, it just didn't feel like it had this... It, it, there was a lot of cock and no balls, as my grandma used to well, say. <laughs> well, I think, maybe what it, I think maybe what it's trying to do is I think uh, Marvel has gone very quiet uh, recently, you know, in the last six months, there's been not much going on other than, you know, delaying, you know, um, uh, the one division and, you know, delaying, um, Black Widow. Black Widow movie and stuff like that there. I think that's the only thing. So I think what they're trying, what DC's trying to do is they're trying to strike while the iron's hot. When people mm-hmm. aren't talking about Marvel, they want to try and get involved in it. And, yeah. you know, the, the, my whole kind of thing though is all Marvel has to do is release and exactly what they did last night release screenshots of the titles of the movies that are coming out yeah and it and it made me more excited for the marvel movies than watching a four minute snyder cut trailer with leonard cohen hallelujah over it which i turned off after two and a half minutes yeah i watched it all the way through but yeah it was it was very underwhelming and dc fans will say it was the best thing ever and marvel fans will say it was shit me, I watched it all, and but I'm like you. I'm like you. I'm either or. I, I'd like if oh, DC comes if, if DC comes out with something fucking spectacular. I'll say it's spectacular. You yeah. know, if 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 that last night fucking blew me away, you know, to the point where I'll be watching the trailers again and again and again and again and again, it, I'd, I'd be talking about it and I'd be going fucking can't wait for this. I can't wait to yeah. watch this. I can't wait to see this. But it really didn't. All they've done is give. Like I say, they've announced who the cast are playing in Suicide Squad. They've shown some games that an awful lot of fan art and cosplay pictures. 
Fuck yeah. me. Um, Flash, we didn't get anything. Wonder Woman 84, we got a trailer to a film that we've seen two other trailers for, of a film that should have been out by now anyway. Um, Static Shock is in the works. Justice League, we've seen all that footage anyway. Uh, the Batman trailer, like I say, which was, I'm the most excited about. Yeah, it was the highlight. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, it was the highlight. So, okay. So, uh, anything else to add on that uh, DC fandom event? No. <laughs> That's about it, wasn't it? Uh, um, I seen I I I watched the artwork for Marvel's Blade and uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, and One Division and Scar or, or sorry, um, Black Widow. Scar Witch. Oh, Black Widow. Uh, yeah, Black Widow. And I was like, whoa! I can't fucking wait to see a Blade movie. <laughs> that's the that's the one that's the one thing that I watched. I was like, whoa! Can't wait to see another Blade movie. Well, fingers I just crossed, think Wes, fingers crossed. Wesley Snipes is Whistler in the next movie. Yeah, that'd be awesome. The one thing that I thought was as well last night with regards to the Flashpoint movie, if they're going in and they're having now they're having Ben Affleck in it, so he's going to be the modern day Batman who helps Barry go back in time. Yeah. If you, I've seen clips of the still shots of the comic and stuff, um, and then they've said Keaton's going to be in it, and it just really won't surprise me if if they say Flashpoint's going to have three different Batman in it, then Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to have four different Spider Men. Or it's going to have three different Iron Men. You know what I mean? I think, like with the two games and Avengers, it's squad-based, comic book, open-world action. And it's like one person has an idea and they went, okay, let's do that. You remember when Armageddon and Deep Impact both come out at the same time? It's fucking right. And Volcano and Dante's Peak. It's like somebody gets the idea and they all rush to try and make it at the same time. Are Um, you Elijah Wood or Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Are you Pierce Brosnan or Tommy Lee Jones? Uh, I've got to say I'm more Dante's Peak on that one. I'm more Pierce Brosnan for... Uh, do you know what? 100%. Far Dante's better movie. Peak. Yeah, much yeah, better. Far better much movie, better. yeah. I'm glad we agree on that. So am I. I'll sleep well here, tonight. Here. You know Pierce Brosnan's from Ireland? <laughs> Thanks very much, everybody. We'll see you next weekend for our special with Four Nerds by Nerds. Uh, whatever. Say goodnight, Cormac. Goodnight, Cormac. Good night, everybody. We are going to go watch the Batman trailer again. Do you know Robert Pattinson's from Ireland? Is it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Now I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really careful music do you it goes like this the fourth the fifth the minor I tried to touch, I've told the truth.